Tandem Nomads, episode 200. As expats, dual career partners, and people living in global transition, we are experts in adapting, and we can use this to our advantage. That's what I've seen with all the different opportunities that have been presented through the Tandem Nomads podcast. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can hear great inspiration and tips to grow a successful, portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. And this is episode 200. What a journey. What an amazing journey it has been since the episode one. And I can't thank you enough, Tandem Nomads listener, Nomad Nation, for being part of this journey, no matter if you just joined and hopped this journey with us or if you've been listening for a long time. So I was thinking about what to do for the special episode. And for me, this episode would not be possible without you listeners. The idea, this idea comes from a listener of Tandem Nomads, Caroline Onuk. Caroline, are you ready for this ride? Oh, very ready. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you here. So Nomad Nation, Caroline is a dear listener of Tandem Nomad's podcast show. And a couple weeks or months ago, I can't remember exactly when, but she came up to me with this idea telling me it would be interesting to have the mic turned around. Uh, so what I would be interviewed in my podcast show. And I was like, would you like to do that? And she was like, Definitely. <laughs> I love this idea. So thank you so much for coming up with this fantastic idea. Thank you for the opportunity. Of course. So before we go into turning the mic, and I'm really nervous to actually be the guest of our own show, but um, but I want to I want us to get to know you a little more, Caroline. Um, let me introduce you to the Nomad Nation. So Caroline is a third culture adult born in South Africa to German parents and was raised on three continents. While attending university in New York, she met her husband and together they started their global nomadic life, moving to three countries in the past 12 years. She currently lives in Istanbul, where several years of experience leading HR teams in banking, consulting and as well as education sectors, she needed to redefine herself due to their global transition life, as well as wanting to find a balance between Korea and being a mother of two cross-cultural children. She's now an ICF accredited executive coach, supporting her global coaching clients by relying on her international corporate experience, as well as her familiarity with living as an expatriate herself. She has several voluntary positions through various organizations, including United World Coaches, as well as Here We Are Global. What a journey, Caroline, a journey that I'm sure a lot of listeners might identify with this global nomadic life. But I'd love to hear a little bit about from you about your journey and what had led you to start your business as a consultant. Can you tell us a bit more about that before we get into the topic of today? Sure. I mean, you summarized my life pretty well. I've been on a global journey all my life. Um, and I really had an interest in global mobility and recruitment. Um, so I was always in an HR function, but I enjoyed the human side of human resources. Um, and I wanted to find a way of also being able to adapt and find my way if we were uncertain of how long we'd be staying. Um, so a metaphor that sort of comes to mind is this uh, time when I had just moved to Dubai 
and I was driving along the highway and this is the first time I was driving on a highway actually and my brother was the one edging me along he said come on you have to drive a highway you can't drive the side roads anymore you have to go this way he was encouraging me to go along there I was trying to find my bearings on this very confusing highway I was looking at signs people were driving very differently from what I was used to coming from New York I wanted to explore the road ahead but I wasn't quite sure how to get there but he was there along my side helping me and guiding me so this is where I think of coaching comes in it's this idea of on your life's journey whether you're on a work journey a expat transformational journey or a life transformation it's good to have clients adapt to new circumstances by being that champion and helping them find their bearings. There are several different paths, several different ways of making your journey. And that support, uh, this image of my brother helping me is what I think of what coaching helps me and helps my clients is to really explore what is ahead and think of different ways of going there. You know, sometimes maybe they want to be on the driver's seat. Sometimes maybe they do want to take the side road. Um, so it's this creative space and supportive space for them to explore what lies ahead and what they want in their future. Wow. This is, I love this metaphor with, uh, with having that, your brother by your side to help you do the things on your own, but having somebody next to you to support you and get it done and, and, and getting to the yeah. next level of your life. That's beautiful. What, what kind of coaching do you do? I do executive coaching. So I help professionals, whether they're in a life transition or work transition or moving. So since I am in a country where people, you know, speak a different language, I do have clients globally. So it's expats here, but then people that are all over the place going through some sort of change and transition, adapting to new circumstances or managing this work life, which I call now integration. There's no more balance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Yeah. So finding, adapting, finding their way and finding their inner strength. So that's where this idea of bright future leaders came that they can lead their way to their own bright future. That's actually the name of your company, right? Mm-hmm. Bright, bright future, future leaders. leaders. I love it. This is fantastic. <laughs> You've been listening to Tanum Nomad's podcast show for a while. And, and, but I still wanted to know how this idea came up that you came to me and said, Hey, it would be interesting to get to hear more about you and maybe surprising questions that nobody has asked you. I found that interesting. And I wanted to know how did this idea came up to you? Well, I thought it's always nice to hear the background story of things. And you do give bits and pieces. You recently did um, the episode with your husband and we Mm -hmm. do get insights. Um, I've managed to do some research on you and find out about, you know, how, where you were born and different things. But I think it's always good to find out what um, goes into the episode, what goes into the podcast, what, um, you know, brought you along this journey, because I think that's what makes it more personable for people. Also, you give great advice, and you're always present. But it's also good to look behind the curtain. So as you say, turn the microphone the other way to find out a little bit more about you. And I thought 200 is a great uh, time to be able to do that. Well, I'm so, so grateful to you for that fantastic idea and uh and for willing to do this with me thank you so much and as well as getting to know you as well through i hope through your questions we'll get to know you as well i think you're gonna have some interesting questions i'm looking forward Mm -hmm. to that but i'd love before we go into that to hear a bit more about your experience you've been listening to tandem nomads podcast show for now um you said about two years correct 
And yes. Yeah. yeah. I would love to hear what is your highlights for you in this past two years that you've li been listening to the podcast. I think um, it really shows inspiring stories, different perspectives, and you gain insight into, you know, so many different paths that people can take. And I think that uh, there's no set journey. Everyone's path is different. And you really highlight that and show us tools, um, bring in experts that help um you know, uh, us as global nomads being able to have the opportunity to have these mobile businesses and give us different perspectives. So it's really about inspiration, um, you know, and using challenges as a way of also having a different choice or being able to make a different choice at a different time. Um, I think it's really uh, looking at my HR past is how can you use your skills, your strengths, And understanding that sometimes, you know, it's not about the degree, it's about what makes you, what brings you joy, what inspires you, and you can make a career out of something that you thought wasn't possible. Um, you know, I think about some of the examples you have, like there's a virtual midwife, a virtual interior designer. Mm -hmm. um, I think for me, one episode that really strikes me is the, I call it the pivoting episode, it was 165. And I think it came out around the end of March when everybody was going, what the heck is actually going on? And you cited some really interesting examples of how people pivoted their business. Um, you know, people that used to cater towards airlines now are catering towards the hospital sector. Mm -hmm. Or um, there was, I believe the name was Plan B Wedding Planner. So this idea that, okay, people aren't going to be um, doing their weddings now, but you can still find opportunity and challenges, right? So us as global nomads, regardless of its COVID pandemic or not, we are having to adapt all the time and you can use that as your advantage. So it really is about inspiration and thinking about what brings you joy? How can you make that into a uh, uh, income producing <laughs> business, right? I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. And it's amazing. I do realize now you are really listening for real. <laughs> Oh my God, you brought up so many great examples and very different examples. And one of the things that stood out in what you told me right now is the, the word choice, like how uh, mm. this, this inspiration and tips helps make choices. Um, so I'd love to hear about what kind of choices mm. have you, yeah, what kind of choices have you made by listening to this podcast? I think the perspective of, um, you know, the pivoting really was fundamental. And I've shared it with different business associations and groups that I'm a part of. See, it is possible. We don't have to sit here like ostriches and, and dig our heads <laughs> under the sand. Um, you know, what skill sets do you have that you can use now? Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's about shifting your perspective. Mm -hmm. um, one, I think it was one of the first ones that I listened and two was the one with Gertraud, which is 138. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually ended up connecting with Gertraud and then learning about an organization that she was a part of, which now I'm part of, which is Here We Are Global, and um, being able to use my skill set to help professionals and expats on the move and being able to um, support those in a global career. Um, so I founded the chapter here in Turkey. So it's a professional network for expats and locals, bringing them together. But I'm also working on the global level on strategy and development and using my skill set through an opportunity that I heard about on your podcast. Wow, this is huge. This is amazing. I will actually, Nomad Nation, I will 
Caroline, I'm surprised by how many episodes you just mentioned in just a couple of minutes. So mm-hmm. I will be listing them into the show notes of this episode, tandemnomads.com slash 200. So Nomad Nation, if you want to check them out, I will put them there. But I want to, um, first of all, big shout out to Get Out if she's listening mm-hmm. to this episode. And one of the beautiful things that I love about this podcast is to hear about all these stories of people connecting and, and building relationships and sometimes starting businesses together or initiatives and NGOs. And this is so amazing. And one thing I don't know if you know, Caroline, it's a ripple effect uh, because Get How got to start Here We Are Global in Jamaica thanks to an episode that I had with Yanni, the founder of Here We Are Global. Mm, nice. I don't know if you knew that, but so it's a real domino effect here. It's beautiful. Well, let's hope it'll have a domino effect that more people will start chapter of here we are global in different locations yeah. that's what i would hope for the inspiration comes from yeah. yeah can you tell us a little bit for those who are not familiar with here we are global yeah so it's about creating a new narrative for expats living abroad so oftentimes there's the support for the person who's on the assignment but the supporting spouse or um, you know people that are freelancing and doing things on their own might not have a professional way of networking so it's about being able to network with people similar to you who are globally minded and growth set minded. Um, But it's also about using your skill set as a volunteer and helping to set up these chapters and then being uh, seen as someone who's used their skill sets. And let's say then you move somewhere else and say, well, I've actually had experience running events and doing MailChimp and doing social media. There's so many opportunities that Yanni gives us. So There's also Here We Are Academy, where I've written a course on stress and stress management. I never thought I would write a course. Or um, the chapter in Denmark has a podcast. So you are given also opportunities as being part of the global team to use your skills and learn new things also. That's amazing. So Nomad Nation, check it out. I'll put the episode with Yanni and Gethoud and the information about Here We Are Global in the show notes of this episode. I think Here We Are Global is doing an amazing job at building a global community of global nomads. Um, and there've been chapters all over the world now. So this is wonderful. At the end of the day, I think there's a quote from C.S. Lewis that you never know what you can do until you try. So this is what here we are, Globals, what about and what is Tandem Nomads about also? It's about just trying and making that uh, opportunity come to life. I love it. Oh, thank you for sharing this, Caroline. I don't know if you see, but I, I want to keep going at asking you questions. <laughs> <laughs> I want to turn the mic. <laughs> but I guess I have to let go of the mic. It's really hard for me, but uh, here we go. I'm passing it to you. You can take over now. <laughs> okay. Well, um. I've done my little research and I know that, um, you know, you come from Algeria, you were born in India, you've lived in Uganda, Serbia, India, France, Austria, you're currently a New Yorker, you're Austrian by marriage, Um, you give us insights and bits and pieces, but I really wanted to have the opportunity for you to tell us more about your journey and how this all came about. Wow, you did your research. And I rarely mention all those countries. <laughs> so I have been a global nomad my whole life. And I have an, one of the first episodes of Tandem Nomads. I talk about the issue and challenge that I had about how to call this podcast. And when I was a child, I, I, I felt Algerian. You know, our culture was a huge part of our life. Um, but I always called myself a global citizen. 
the word global citizen was taken by a phenomenal NGO, so I couldn't call this one global citizen. But um, but yeah, I, I've been raised on the move my whole childhood. And then when I, I often say, um, you know, never say never, because once I became an adult, I was really ready to settle and I've been building my career and uh, most of my career I've built it in France, uh, traveling back and forth to the United States. And, um, and I've built a career in advertising and I was really ready to settle. Honestly, I'm so grateful to have had this amazing life on the move as a child and a teen, but I was really tired of not having a home and not having boots and not, and having to change friends all the time. That was a part that was really really that really was challenging for me um so when I was the age of 14 <laughs> I told to my parents you're ruining my career <laughs> I can't believe I said <laughs> so between 14 and 15 I had to convince my parents to let me go and one thing that very few people know is that uh as hard as it was for them uh, I really will always be grateful for them to have trusted me and let me go at the age of 16 to France and live on my own. At the age of 16, I went to a Jesuit high school. My parents put me in a Jesuit high school thinking it was safer. <laughs> and uh, although I'm Muslim okay. um, and, uh, and they did not want me to be in a boarding school because they thought there would be too much drug and alcohol and sex in a boarding school. I don't know if that's true. That's a conception that they had. And uh, so inst <laughs> and instead, I got... I my was five years in boarding school. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you want to tell if that's true or not. <laughs> no. All right. Here we go. Nothing. It was British. Very strict. <laughs> very here we go so so they put me in a christian private school and but uh, but the 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 deal was that i had to live in my own apartment uh, and not tell anybody that i was living on my own so at the age of 16 i was living in my own apartment um you know renting um managing my own budget and having an adult life in a kid's classroom and honestly, that was one of the toughest thing, but at the same time, one of the things I'm the most grateful for because it has built, I think, a lot of the resilience I have today. So that's one thing maybe that people don't know. But I was very much into my career and, and settling down. And, uh, and then my parents, when I grew up, was ask, were asking me about my future plans. And one of the things I remember saying is that I will never, never give up my career for a man and I will never move again. <laughs> And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> Just a few months after that, when I went to visit them in Iran, I met with my husband that everybody now knows, um, thanks to this episode that was very popular with Michael. And uh, so, yeah, so I we met, we fell in love, and I was um, convinced that this was it. And um, he managed to make me change my mind. I quit my career in advertising that I loved and dreamed of for many years as a teen and uh and then started my business as a consultant and moved to iran that's it exciting and the rest is history yeah as they say <laughs> and then with him you moved to austria and then uh new york correct yeah so we lived two years in iran together two years in austria and this is going we're entering our seventh year in new york i just can't believe it i've never spent wow. more than four years in any place in my life yeah, so how was that then living more longer in one place 
Well, first of all, time flies so fast <laughs> that I can't believe it's going to be seven years. But, um, but I just love it to not have to pack and think about packing anymore. So uh, I just love it so much. But one thing that always stayed is that I rarely buy things like decorative things because I know I'll always have to pack. So I'm looking forward to one day settling down and being able to decorate my own home and invest in my style of furniture and things like that. That's one thing I'm looking forward to. <laughs> well, it's always good to dream yeah. <laughs> and have something to look exactly. Forward. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you about the podcast. Um, and reflecting back on the 199 episodes that have come before this one, um, if there's a certain episode that has left a lasting impression or that stands out for you, and if so, why does it stand out for you? Oh, my God, this is such a difficult question. <laughs> um, it's hard to choose for me. It's very, very hard. Um, I'm... Uh, I'm really struggling because every, and that's the beautiful thing about podcasting and what I love, uh, I'm so grateful to have this medium, is how much we can get across throughout episodes. So for me, the highlight is kind of more how the episode has evolved, the Tandem Nomads podcast show has evolved over time, and how the feeling that this evolution of the podcast has been my evolution as well. Hmm. And for me, I am like so grateful for all the people who came at the beginning to share their stories as well. Because when I started podcasting was not like a big deal. Um, it was actually hard to convince people to even listen to podcasts. Now it's flooded <laughs> the podcasting yeah. field. Um, I remember I had to explain and make tutorials to explain to people how to listen to a podcast. Uh, but I'm so grateful for the people who came in and shared their very, very, very intimate stories at the beginning of the podcast. Because at the beginning, we were not talking about business. At the beginning of Tandem Nomads, my goal was to really, um, I realized, you know, I always talk about market research, right, Caroline? Mm -hmm. uh, so when I wanted to launch Tandem Nomads, I, I sort of, the main thing was I needed to shout out the importance of turning challenges into opportunities, especially for expat partners and, and understanding that you don't have to give up your career. You don't have to give up your identity. You don't have to give up your financial freedom. That's the big thing that I wanted to share. And how to do that is by building your own portable business. That was my uh -huh. vision. Entrepreneurship for me is the most amazing way um, to solve problems and make an impact. But I realized when I did my research that so many expat partners were not even thinking of entrepreneurship as a solution. This was so far from them, so, so yeah. far from what they were even looking for. So many of them were volunteering or doing like underpaid jobs, but they would never yeah. have the courage to think of them as uh, possibly starting their businesses. So I could not start the podcast show right away with this angle. I needed to bring in the pain points right? The, 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 the challenges, the severe sometimes challenges. I talked about divorce on the show. I brought in lawyers. I even brought in people who have been going through divorce and traumatic experiences on the move to explain why a business can actually be the solution, not only to, to protect ourselves, but as well to have the skills 
to have a happy marriage in a happy tandem and a happy family on the move, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. so, so that's the first thing that comes to me is how much you know courage and gratefulness I have for the people who shared that, because thanks to that, I could slowly transition into saying, okay, now let's go to the positive side now and what we can actually do. And and then it was so amazing to see the amount of of knowledge of wealth of expertise that there is in our community, and and this is just amazing. This is why it's really hard for me to choose. Um, so I, I can't choose an, a guess over another one, but maybe for me the episodes that were the most um, not difficult but impactful were the episodes where I had to be super vulnerable um, and super open with my audience to tell them what was going on in my life and, uh, and sometimes in my business or vice versa. And I, the fact that I felt, although it was difficult, that I felt, how to say, um, the trust and the confidence and I felt the warmth of the audience for me to share some personal things is something so valuable to me and when I record an episode I know that there's so much uh, generosity on the other side so much love so much care um, and, and this just makes me very emotional to uh, honestly it's not everybody I know from my experience listening talking to podcasters that they could feel uh, free and secure to share to be authentic and, and vulnerable through the podcast. And there've been a lot of episodes where I've been crying <laughs> and I couldn't hold my tears at the beginning. I was editing. And I was like, this is not going to work if I keep editing because it's against what I'm trying to do here, being authentic. So, yeah. um, so I'm really grateful for, for that. It was a long but, answer, Caroline, but no, <laughs> but, no, no, hope- <laughs> but you answered my next question also with that, but it led me to another question is, you know, you've not only built a podcast, but you've built a community, right? So this idea of um, us being here as a community and also supporting you, I think is really key here, right? So you've shared, and I I believe it was in September, and I don't have the number with me, um, you know, some of the insights of, you know, the protests uh, of Black Lives Matter and how that impacted you based on your experiences that you had um, in international schools and things like that. And also recently you shared um, and I just listened to it this week, the one where you celebrated your five years and you really, it really comes through your authentic appreciation for this community. Mm-hmm. So I'm jumping in and throwing a question that we, you know, <laughs> to prep for, but you're a great you, interviewer. Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I have a second life now as a podcast. Here we go. Uh, but my question, question is why was it important for you not only to create the podcast and your marketing business but also to create this community which you have on Facebook and you're very active and you it comes across through your podcast also why was it important for you to connect and build that community oh thank you for that question I do believe this is such a good point Caroline for me community is everything first of all because of the nature of our community being global nomads we we are uh, longing for community right because when we're on the move we build a community maybe locally but then once we move another country we keep changing community and the essence of community is actually to have stability so for me that i'm hoping that through tandem nomads 
podcast show and the community of Tandem Nomads, we create that stability together. That that place where things don't have to change all the time. And even if people in this community come in and go, this community is always here and hopefully for many more years. We don't know, but but that's basically why it was important for me to build a community because I, first of all, the nature of our lifestyles, we want, we need that. And as a portable business as well in entrepreneurship, as an entrepreneur, it is so important to surround ourselves with the right people. You know, building a portable business as a global mm. nomad requires, it's basically being a solo, what's called a solo entrepreneur. But this word solo entrepreneur might lead us to think that it's a solo journey. It should not be a solo journey. As a solo entrepreneur, we have to double down on building our community. And our group of, like one of my mentors used to tell me many years ago, although he was not a global nomad, even and like CEOs at a high level with what he said, create their own board of director, the, the full, their only intention is the success of your CEO. And it's the same here. I would like us all to support each other oh. for each other's successes and growth and for us to thrive together. So that's the second thing. And the third as a business, I believe that powerful businesses are those who have a community. I'm hoping, okay, this is something I never said to anybody yet. Okay. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. uh, I don't even know if I'm ready to say it, but okay, let me just go ahead. I Do it, my, do it. <laughs> my, my secret dream is to be able to disappear and not be the face of Tandem Nomads. And uh, I don't know how I'll get there. That's somehow um, one of the things I would like to achieve where it doesn't have to be just like, I, where I don't need to be the face of Tandem Nomads anymore. And that was one of the things, you know, when I started the podcast, I really was intentional of creating a, a name that was detached from me because I don't want me to be the center of this whole thing. Although for now it's necessary, um, but that's also for me really important because I think successful businesses are those who have a tribe and who have a, a vibrant tribe of people supporting each other. And it doesn't have to be about the tribe leader. It's about the, the dynamics between people that makes it powerful. And I truly believe in that. Yeah, I think as expats, for sure, that's one of the main challenges is this, um, you know, lack of maybe support or we think that we don't have support. Um, sometimes I think it's also maybe the hesitation of asking for help, but once you have a community, like, you know, you talk about your relationship with families in global transition mm -hmm. and also your, um, your own community tandem nomads, or here we are, or any sort of internationally minded network. I think that's where you can get that support and be able to get the answers and realize that you're not on your own. A lot of the time, I think, uh, you know, we put a lot of uh inner di we have a lot of inner dialogue going on i'm the only one that's facing this but once you are in those sorts of chat forums or you are in those meetings you realize oh actually a lot of people are going through the same sort of struggles and you can put your heads together mm -hmm. and find solutions or co-create or find ways to collaborate or find even yeah like you uh, give us inspiration for business ideas and like oh i never thought about the fact that i could be a virtual midwife you know mm -hmm. so i think it, 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 you can only learn from that. You can only grow. And I saw a post from Ari Ariana Huffington this morning where it said, no one has it all figured out. 
keep learning, keep growing, right? And I think that really summarizes it that you have to have that opportunity and just ask questions and we're all trying to figure it out. I love this. <laughs> you need to start your podcast, Caroline. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> I I so agree with you. And um, yeah, I mean, I love this quote that you mentioned. What what was it again? No, no one has it all figured out. You need to start somewhere. And, and I no think one that, has it all figured out. Yeah. Yeah. And that somewhere going, is the community. Going. Yeah asking questions, reaching out to each other. And maybe yes. that's the opportunity, Nomad Nation. Uh, if you're not part of Tanner Nomad's Facebook group, I highly recommend you to join us. It's a wonderful group and uh, so much love and care. And I've never had any issues. You know, there's so many people who struggle to make sure to have like people following rules, respecting each other and things like that. I really, rarely had any issues with that. And it's so beautiful to see the amount of love and support that people bring to each other. Um, and I'm really grateful for that. So I will put the link again in the show notes of this episode, but you can also find us simply on Facebook, looking for the groups, Tandem Nomads. Yeah. I think it's kudos to you when you requested people to uh, submit videos. You know, how do you celebrate? How many videos came there and people were showing how they celebrate, putting on uh, waving flags and showing how they celebrate? And, and I think that was kudos to you in terms of the community and the camaraderie and the sense of support that people have for what you've built. So I think you can really pat yourself on the back for that. That's another thing that I think we sometimes forget on our journey is that we, you know, we want to always, you know, not, we forget to sometimes acknowledge the things and the steps. And so I think that's something that you also advocate for. And that episode was a great example of that. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for reminding me of that. That was that was so powerful. I was very, very, very moved um, for all those videos and and the amazing messages Um and having some people, you know, what I loved most is, um, and I will never forget this, mm -hmm. and it means so much to me, is the fact that so many of those people who had posted a video never, ever dared to do a video for their own business. Mm -hmm. And the opportunity for them to get out of their comfort zone and do it. And telling me, I, I don't know if I can do this, but I'm going to do it because it's you, I'm going to do it. And oh my God, and this, I will just it just means so much to me but for me the big win is that they did it and now they can continue doing it for their own business as well for sure for sure yeah. and it's through your edging on and support and encouragement right so yeah. oh, thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the my final question for you is you know this year has obviously been a year and a time of global disruption um, and slightly different from any other years that we've had in our lifetime, but looking forward. So what is your wish for 2021 and the year ahead? Mm, good, good question. So my wish for the community is um, the first one. I know for a fact that this year has been very, very hard for many people. Even if they were not hit directly by the virus, the consequences has been very difficult for a lot of people. So I just hope for all of you who have been, uh, who are listening and who have been affected by this, I just want you to know that, you know, my heart goes out to you. And I really hope that everything, you know, will get back. I, I hope not to normal because I think that crisis is always an opportunity to build something better. Um, but 
that things get better for you. Most importantly, in terms of mental health, I've seen I've seen a lot of uh, challenges with mental health as well. And one thing I have not said it, but I struggle as well sometimes with depression and I don't talk about it publicly, but I think it's important to get support. So, um, so it's really important to surround the, the wish that I have for all of you who are in this situation is to surround yourself with the right support. It is so important. It's like, make sure that you have that community around you and also a group of experts and ask friends around, ask people around, what do you need and ask them and for help to find it for you to get the support you need. Don't be alone in this. This is my biggest message for you for 2021. On the positive note, I always say turning challenges into opportunities. And I do think, and I hope for all of us that we can see all the bright side as well of, um, of, all the new opportunities that come up thanks to, you know, this crazy year and that we can all make this world a better place thanks to that, more connection, better connection, deeper connection, maybe not in terms of quantity, but also in terms of depth um, and, and hopefully a lot of success in your businesses, of course. I wish you all lots of successes and amazing uh, breakthroughs in your businesses. And I know that... Um, you're all looking for making impact. So that's also something I'm wishing for a lot of you in 2021 to make a lot of impact around you. Great, thank you. Those were all the questions that I had for you. Thank you so much for letting me turn the mic around and um, being able to ask my curious questions. But me, as, as you said, a loyal listener, I think uh, you know these are questions that others have also asked themselves and were curious about. So thank you for being candid and open and reflecting with uh, me. And yeah, I wish you much success moving forward in 2021 and uh, being part of your community and seeing you thrive in your global nomadic journey. Thank you so much, Caroline. <laughs> I think I have my replacement for the show. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. Thank you for the uh, You're so good. I would, I would invite you to explore this venue as well. You're a great speaker and uh, did an amazing job. I want to thank you for listening, uh, Caroline, to this podcast for two years now or more and for actually paying attention and, and connecting with me and being such a great um, part of the community as well of Tandem Nomads. Um, could you please... Tell us more about where we can find you if we're interested in your services and, or connecting yeah. with you in general. Sure. Yeah. No, my website is brightfutureleaders.com. So that's how you can find me on the web. And then I'm also on Facebook, Bright Future Coaching, as well as on Instagram. But the best place to find me is my website, www.brightfutureleaders with an S.com. Also on LinkedIn, of course. But yeah, website is the best place. Wonderful. I will put all these links in the show notes of this episode, Nomad Nation. Go to tandemnomads.com slash 200. <laughs> Woo so um, again, Caroline, this was great questions. Thank you so much. And Nomad Nation, I hope that you enjoyed um, this other side of the, of the mic uh, being interviewed and that you got some inspiration from this episode as well. 
And I want to take a minute again to thank you for being part of my world and making this 200 episodes possible. Your um, your energy transpires through everything and is what makes me keep going. 200 episodes is a lot of episodes, trust me. And you kind of need to be motivated and, and find that drive to keep going. And that drive is you. So thank you so much, Nomad Nation. I can't wait to see you in the next episode and stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.